0: Welcome to FinTech Fridays. Oh, yes, yeah. A weekly podcast brought to you by the National Crowdfunding and FinTech Association of Canada and partners. Covering all things fintech, blockchain, P2P, AI, and alternative finance.
1: Hey everybody, thank you for tuning in to another fantastical episode of the FinTech Friday Podcast. Uh, Just before we jump right into this week's episode, I just want to make a real quick announcement that we at the NCFA have finally launched our fifth annual FinTech and Funding Conference and Expo. That is going to be happening on April 3rd to 4th here in Toronto, Canada. The theme for this year's event is going to be called Fearless. So, What does that mean? What what does the theme Fearless mean? So Fearless represents the boldness in the fintech space where entrepreneurs, innovators are challenging financial orthodoxy and the mindset to overcome challenges. So at this event, you're going to learn vital content delivered from Fearless experts and founders on emerging technologies, investment, regulations, economic progress, best practices, trends, insights, and opportunities. You're going to get direct access to industry networks, influencers, registrants, and regulators from participating CSA and other agencies. Fearless programming on innovation in Canada, industry topics, startup and leadership culture, productivity, health and wealth, and going global. We're gonna have 12 pitching finalists and a People's Choice Award. We're gonna showcase and celebrate new emerging companies from various industries and growth stages and have many more industry launches, announcements, and community announcements. Look, we value who you are, the value you bring and what you're building and or buying, and we are committed to providing you a platform to help you launch, build, connect, scale, and invest fearlessly. So early bird tickets are going on sale right now, and you can grab them at ncfacanada.org. And without any further ado, enjoy episode 28 with Mohammed from Mortgage. Muhammad, thank you so much for down with me today, man.
0: Absolutely, thanks for having me.
1: For sure, for sure. So could you, just for the five or six people that may not know essentially who you are and what your business is, could you give us a little bit more of a rundown of a little bit of your background, Muhammad, and what mortgages?
0: Sure, uh, yeah, so I'll start off with my background I'll kind of lay the foundation and give some context on to, to what it is we're building. But um, I, I came from the tech space. I work from, for, for a bunch of different startups. Uh, a lot of them, you know, Canadian success, success stories like Flip, uh, my co-founders came from companies like Coinsquare, Sampler, etc. Um, and a lot of our experience was in building consumer-facing technology. Um, I also happened to be a mortgage agent as my side hustle, it's, You know, kind of a common theme that everybody's got their own side hustle going, but uh, being a mortgage agent actually turned out to be pretty lucrative for me, and that's where uh, when I saw an uptick in my own volume, I sort of saw an opportunity to build a solution um, that helped empower primarily me as a broker to scale my business, stay organized, and help work with my customers, uh, but which eventually turn into the venture idea that we've got in front of us And so uh, mortgage is essentially a, a digital mortgage platform uh, designed for brokers specifically uh, and we're helping them essentially connect and collaborate with their applications so um, you know digitizing the entire end-to-end process everything from you know receiving a digital application collecting the documents submitting it to a lender uh, and actually closing and, and moving into that home uh, all of that can be done on our platform from end-to-end um, so that's what we're all about
1: yeah, no, that's awesome. I love the I love the whole side hustle story. I mean, <laughs> no, you're right. No, I I think everybody got one. everyone has one, and like that's that's the amazing thing about like um about like businesses and just like you know some of the past companies that I've interviewed of like you know a lot of their businesses now now that they're successful, like now that like you know to touch on what you guys are doing, like you guys just closed out a pre seed round. Um, it, a lot of businesses start as a side hustle and then it slowly transitions into an actual hustle.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was super exciting for us. Like, you know, the, the only reason I actually ever got into the, the mortgage, uh, like, like, you know, doing mortgages as a side hustle, mm-hmm. um, my parents, for lack of a better word, got screwed over, um, you know, with a mortgage broker way back when, and there's always going to be bad apples in an industry. Um, but that was kind of the, the, the motivating factor for me to actually get my license. And it turns out, you know, $300, three months in a course, and you're mm-hmm. licensed to sell mortgages in Canada. And so that's scary, but also good at the same time, in <laughs> the fact that Uh, You know, I was licensed in three months to be able to do mortgages for for anybody in Canada. And so, um, you know, it was really through that experience that we got to where we are. But yeah, it was, you know, I I, I attribute a lot of what we've been able to accomplish and achieve um, in this short succession uh, to the careers I've had in the startup tech community. And so, you know, I owe a lot of what we've been able to build to Flip, to Coinsquare, to Sampler, because it was a lot of those uh, experiences that serve as guiding principles for how we're shaping and forming our platform and our company today. So yeah, yeah. That's no
1: that's that that's incredible so i mean to harp on a little bit more on the mortgage space um yeah essentially could you just give us a little bit more of like what's your philosophy when it comes to mortgages you know what are you guys trying to hopefully like revolutionize in the space and essentially why should you know the listeners really care about the work you guys are kind of doing at mortgage
0: yeah if you think about it you know anybody who ever ever is seeking out a mortgage or planning on purchasing a home, their first inkling is, you know, I've got to go to a bank, uh, obtain a pre approval, or, or apply for a mortgage. And, and that was kind of the, the the primary medium or channel that people were going through. Um, not a lot of people realize that, that brokers are essentially an option in obtaining a mortgage. And, and if you think about it, you know, brokers are typically considered, or they were considered, taboo, uh, you know, decades ago. You really only went to a broker because, you know, you were getting declined everywhere else. Uh, you fast forward a few years, people started to realize, hey, you know, what brokers actually have optionality, they've got access to multiple lenders instead of just one. Um, and it's by stroke of luck that the, the B20, the stress test and the new regulations coming into play, uh, making it that much more difficult for some of the A lenders to like, you know, the big five Canadian banks to approve mortgages, which means more and more people are actually flocking to the broker channel to actually seek out approvals and, and increase their likelihood or chances of approval. And so, you know, that's where we, we kind of see the shift happening between, you know, staying loyal to your lender or, or to your bank. Uh, and actually people moving over towards the broker channel to actually obtain a mortgage. But there's actually this, this sort of underlying uh, shift happening in the industry as a whole. And so, you know, to kind of put the the size of it into perspective, you know, the mortgage industry is about a $400 billion market. Uh, And I I, I love throwing that number because a lot of people don't understand the magnitude of how important this is. And so it's also one of the last sort of industries that's, that's uh, seen little to no innovation in the last little while. And so um, you've got a consumer, uh, who's shifting towards, you know, migrating towards digital experiences, you know, um, asking for more uh, intuitive applications to help facilitate any of their transactions, uh, but you've got a, an industry that's slowly, uh, you know, it, it's it's um, it's surrounded by red tape, uh, regulations, uh, you know, the lack of open banking in Canada are making things difficult to move in the right direction, um, and so you've got this industry that's kind of stagnated uh, as a whole, and so we saw an enormous opportunity to help leverage, you know, the data that's available in market, uh, an intuitive experience, uh, and essentially empowering the people who are trusted advisors in in the space uh, to help foster that migration of consumers, not only moving away from banks over to brokers, uh, but also for people who are, you know, migrating towards wanting a digital experience uh, to facilitate their mortgage uh, the next time they're looking for a transaction.
1: Yeah, no, like the fact that like Canada's open banking... (laughs) of (laughs) regulations like it's it it is it is very strenuous it's very it's very locked down but you know it's i'm i i've said this a couple times on the show but like um canada just is traditionally very conservative and the fact that like canada is now slowly starting to kind of open up its doors and start considering you know smaller fintechs like you and now it sucks but hopefully like in the later on future like open banking would be more accessible and it's just going to make it a lot much more easier for Canadians to kind of not really you know w- when they think mortgages they don't have to go to a bank right they can kind of go to guys like you they can go to another uh, mortgage broker or heck they can even become one of their own you know? they can even like mortgage their own house if they want to dedicate yeah. three hundred dollars in three and uh, three months of time but yeah no I mean like I think open banking is definitely it's a great conversation to have
0: that like the the whole industry Uh, sort of evolving wanting to move towards open banking that's kind of a byproduct of the way Canadian consumers behave and so like I said we we really early on took a look at the the U.S. market tried to understand what it looks like uh, and we pivoted to focus on brokers specifically because of the the two things that we noticed in that survey and so the first one was the fact that you know consumers prefer to use more technology not solely technology on their next transaction and so having a broker guide you through that process provide you with feedback really understand what it is you need uh, and 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 sort of develop or build a product or a solution from any of the lenders they work with that's tailored to what you're looking for. But the second part of it is the fact that you know there's an increasing trend of people moving towards brokers and so it's not only for the fact that brokers have a, an increased chance of approval, but it's the fact that they've got optionality, they've got a different array of products that might better suit what I'm looking for. They can also offer me a TD product lower than what TD is offering it to me at. And they simply do that by buying down their commission. So a lot of people who who sort of hesitated to using a broker because they felt like they were shady or it was their their sort of last resort are now actually going to brokers first because they realize that they're, they're actually the optimal choice in, in uh, you know, having a conversation with before they're, they're seeking out their next mortgage product.
1: It definitely addresses like, people's overall laziness of uh i mean i'm saying laziness laziness in a, in a good way right of like the fact that like think about it like okay i want to buy a house in i mean i'm recording out of Space in markham so okay right. if i want to buy if i want to buy a house in markham i gotta go to a bank then i gotta sit down with i gotta book in a meeting with a mortgage broker okay cool that's gonna take how many how, how, how long we know cool then i have to go th- through my entire background make sure i have good credit da, 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 da. it's just so much of like a it, it feels like a daunting task right because like hey it should really be easy of like, hey, if I want to buy a home, let me just buy a home. <laughs> like I don't want to spend four weeks, five weeks, God knows how long, to like just to get in the process of getting a home, finding somebody, finding a right broker that, you know, or finding a right bank that's gonna really help me out, right?
0: Exactly. And then yeah. you get you get kinda of caught up in the fact that, you know, you know, a lot mortgage products themselves are complex in the fact that,
1: you know, there's prepayment
0: privileges, there might be higher penalties associated with a specific product. And so you know, put aside the fact that it's complex. But if you've now got to research the different lenders, their different offerings, and some of these banks are actually only available to brokers, think of the brokers as your Expedia. You know, you're going to search mortgage transaction through them and they're going to go out and farm out all the deals for you and find out what the best product that suits your needs is. And so, yeah, when when you get to this point that people are looking for convenience, you know, a broker is the first step in that process for somebody doing all the research and all the effort for you. And then we see ourselves as the medium or the channel um, to help take that to the next level in terms of digitizing the end to end process. And so we layer on top of the brokers, but that's how we, we see ourselves seamlessly working together with them.
1: Yeah, for sure. And, and like, you know, I mean, to, to, to speak on like, I just like general consumers, I mean, consumers are getting a lot more smarter, right? Like we have so much access. I mean, we have the internet, we have a lot of access of information yeah. to understand like in, in like an hour, you could probably have a really good, like brass tacks of like, Hey, what mortgage option would be best for you according to your, you know, Past credit history. Yeah, but, no, I wholeheartedly
0: yeah. agree. I think gone yeah. are the days where it takes you know eight weeks for you to get an answer on whether you're going to be approved, and you're sitting there nail biting, uh, wondering whether you're going to get approved or not. And so, you know, access to data making things a lot easier, the turnaround times for, for underwriting timelines, et cetera, um, You know, getting down to instantaneously uh, giving a response to the consumer on whether they're approved. Yeah, the convenience factor is definitely a plus. Um, but just having a response immediately and then having to course correct or find another solution. Uh, in quick succession is is what's what's key here I think
1: yeah and it's kind of incredible like you know we have companies like you in the space that are educating not only like businesses and like people in the space but you're but you're educating people general and like making them understand hey like this this is what to look for in a mortgage broker these are the ten tips to kind of you know like the the education role that a lot of the businesses that are playing in the mortgage space like you said like like, could you like could you repeat how, how much billion is in the mortgage space again 400 yeah
0: billion. so so the so the mortgage industry as a whole in canada is about 400 billion okay and the broker channel specifically represents 50 percent of that so 200 billion goes through
1: brokers which is uh, which is, which it's is insane, insane. <laughs> which yeah. is insane yeah no exactly which is insane and like that's a that's a that's a stat that i'm pretty sure not many people know that's that that's that creates an incredible opportunity for everybody to like hey like this place has a, this place has a lot of growth like you've even mentioned on the top of the po- episode of like you know, like it's, it's very like they haven't like the mortgage space hasn't really updated since God knows how long. Right. And the fact that like, there is like, it should be like a tech implementation to make the, to make the entire mortgage process that much more easier and that much more fluid and that much more simpler for like the everyday consumer.
0: Exactly. Exactly. And I think just, it's just the general lack of motivation and wanting to improve, you know, potentially one of the most profitable products for, for a lending institution. Mm-hmm. Um, but now you've got, again, you, you know, to your point, you've got a much more informed consumer you've got the ability for them to shop these rates around. You've got brokers who have access to banks that don't even face consumers. And so be able to access those lenders who might offer me a better deal just because they don't have the brick and mortars that some of these big five banks have, they've got less of an overhead to to offer me a better rate. And so, you know, just like, just like you've got fintechs who are now heading into the lending space, you've got more of these different lending institutions popping up uh, again, through the broker channel that are giving consumers better access to, uh, you know, rates, better mortgage products, but overall, just a better consumer experience in obtaining a mortgage.
1: Right. No, I, I absolutely agree with you. So, I mean, you guys did close a half a million pre-seed round. What is, I guess, like, what's the future look like for mortgage? I mean, uh, is, is there something that us, like we, the listeners, can kind of get excited about? Is there something that, you know, that you're really just, you know, dying to let the world know about?
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, So, yeah, first and foremost, it was super exciting for us to close that round. We've got um, some investors that are pretty uh, well entrenched in the Canadian tech community. So you've got, you know, Good News Ventures, you've got MLA 48 Fund, you've got Hustle Fund out in Silicon Valley, uh, and all of them have been super instrumental in helping us get to where we are right now. Um, what the future holds for us in terms of that fundraising round, uh, number one, we've, we've got an immediate opportunity to double down on our product and build a, you know, a much better product for the brokers who are actually using it. And so there's still some refinement that needs to happen there based on the feedback we get from them. Uh, but the, the bigger opportunity that exists in front of us is, if you think about it from a consumer perspective, when I go to purchase a home, who am I talking to when I'm going through that transaction? I'm going to start with a broker. I'm going to talk to a realtor. Uh, I might have to speak to an appraiser, but I'm also going to speak to a solicitor, or a lawyer, uh, to actually pose on the transaction. And so you've got, you know, all these different parties involved in the same transaction who are essentially collaborating offline, anyways, because they're sharing information between themselves. And so where we see the bigger opportunity is to actually bring all these these players in this in this transaction into an online ecosystem where they can, you know, uh, easily you know, collaborate with each other, uh, but the net benefit is actually to the customer themselves. And so the, the net friction for them is a lot less because I don't have to provide my ID or my documentation to four different parties. Um, essentially, if they're collaborating on the same platform, um, that flow of communication is a lot easier. The flow of documentation and, and data is that much easier, obviously, assuming we've got their consent. Uh, but the net benefits actually to the consumer. And so, you know, we started with mortgage brokers uh, because that was our domain expertise. Uh, We've got a waiting list of of a couple hundred realtors ready to join our platform because the brokers themselves are bringing the realtors on to help collaborate with them uh, even more than what they're doing right now. And so that's kind of the grander vision is building that end-to-end home buying journey. We focus on mortgages right now, but there's obviously a a much bigger opportunity in front of us.
1: Right. And I guess how how different would the system look compared to realtors? Would it be... Would it be comparable or? Yeah. So the good thing is, is that
0: there's actually quite a bit of overlap uh, in the way that mortgage brokers and realtors operate. And so they essentially manage their book of business the same way. Um, there's a few specific, um, you know, features that they'd ideally be looking for. So, you know, obviously the realtors are handling MLS agreements, purchase and sale agreements, uh, a different set of contracts than a mortgage broker would do. But that's, that's the, the primary delta in how we shape the platform. We've gotten really good feedback uh, on them using our platform. they are getting acquainted with it. Um, there's just a few minor tweaks to get us in the position where the realtors can actually use it uh, as part of their day-to-day business. Um, mm-hmm. So we're, we're pretty close to lo- unlocking that towards the second half of this year. Yeah. Uh, that's- right now, we're primarily focused on brokers.
1: That's awesome. That's awesome. So I guess that when it comes to like looking for a mortgage broker or when it comes to yeah, finding a mortgage broker, what are like, what tips are looking for a mortgage broker that we can rely on for mortgage yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll,
0: give, I'll give you my perspective. Yeah, and, please and, do. Um, you know, we, we've come across a bunch of different mortgage brokers. I think the ones that stand out uh, are the ones who genuinely care about the relationship and are, aren't trying to actually push product. And so you're going to see this shift happening in the industry as well, where people are actually moving away from just the transactional model um, to more of a customer service oriented model in that, um, you know, they're really there to educate you. Like we're, we're out in the industry, educating people on using brokers, but the brokers need to educate the consumers on, on what mortgage products are available in market. And so, uh, education is a big part of it You've got, you 've know, got a bunch of different brokers that are actually now using different outlets like facebook Instagram Twitter uh, to educate the the consumer base that's out there um, so so education is a big big part of it make sure that your your broker's informed and 're knowledgeable um, Reference points is a big fact so you know don't hesitate to ask the broker for uh, you know any of the the previous clients they've worked with to to ask them for a one on one conversation, understand their experience, understand what they've gone through anybody who who hesitates to introduce you to any of their previous clients that should kind of be a red flag um, but if they if they truly you know stand by their experience and their their expertise and their wealth of knowledge uh, they 'd be happy to introduce you to anybody else and then I think the last component is um, you know how how willing are they to adapt and that's kind of the hardest one to gauge but uh, and this isn't a plug for our technology in any way, but one of the biggest things we notice is you know the people who adopt our technology are the people who are adapting with the industry as well and so um, they're, they're the ones who want to understand how to make their consumers' lives easier, but they also want to educate themselves on the tools and the systems that are available to, to run their business a lot tighter, to get access to, to better data, uh, and to be able to streamline the entire end-to-end process. And so, you know, kind of look for, for indicators, you know, is somebody just using the, the bare minimum tools, uh, that are available in the market, or are they actually taking the, you know, making the effort and taking the steps to, to make my life easier? So. My submission of documents is easier. Do they have an online, you know, digital application, or are they still making me fill out paper? Um, so a bunch of those different indicators are are, are good, uh, a good way to assess whether uh, a broker is the right fit for you. But a lot of it's really, you know, brokers are always going to be high trust relationships. So try to use those three different key components to to help evaluate whether the broker is a good fit for you or not.
1: Yeah, I, I like the. Uh... If, if, if they don't let you have access to some of the past people that they helped out, then yeah, that's Yeah, that's, that's yeah, something wrong with
0: that. I'd question that. Definitely.
1: Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. I'd be like, wait, hold on. What are we doing? here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to build a future. What are you doing? here? Let's exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I love it. I love it. I love it. So um, it's I mean, it's it's a new year. What are you excited about in the space aside from the amazing work that you guys are doing over at Mortgage?
0: Yeah, I think in general, just the the direction that the industry is heading in. I think you know we 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 briefly touched on open banking, but just as a whole, um, you know you've got the different you've got the consumer who's evolving towards a digital experience and they're they're wanting it. Uh, you've got brokers who are slowly adapting to, to leveraging technology, uh, but you've got the lenders themselves saying you know this is an opportunity for us to double down and building tech uh, to streamline the end process. So gone are the days where people said you know four to eight weeks for a mortgage transaction is the standard. There's no way of improving it. Everyone's actually challenging the status quo and saying you know, there has to be a better way to do this. Um, and so just that, that general mentality in the industry is, is definitely a positive, uh, even across the financial services industry. But beyond that, um, you know, one of the most exciting things for us is actually the Toronto tech community. And so, um, you know, I just, it's kind of a little shout out, but the fact that, uh, you know, we came from tech startups uh, like Flip, CoinSquare, Sampler. Uh, we were part of some of these amazing cultures and, and, and helping grow these companies into the behemoths that they are now. Um, but ever since we left that space and actually ventured out to our own, um, you know, the community has continued to be supportive. A lot of people have helped, uh, you know, reached out to us saying, hey, do you want to chat over coffee? We'll, we'll help you, you know, navigate, you know, sales and business development. We'll help you navigate product management. We're obviously, you know, experiencing those different functions, but having the community offer a lending hand uh, has definitely been a huge, huge motivating factor for us in, in continuing to develop what we're doing right now. And so um, that's one of the biggest things I'm thankful for, but it's also the thing that gets me excited and continuing to build a company in Toronto
1: yeah no i mean shout out to the toronto tech community um (laughs) these guys yeah yeah, no no they're amazing no for sure i mean like the amount of like i mean the amount of like podcast leads that i get from like a company that i sat down with like hey you should talk to these guys These guys are doing great stuff like yeah yeah yeah, no problem yeah no it's it's definitely it's definitely incredible um yeah no i mean is is there anything specifically open banking that you're excited about aside from mortgages i know we definitely briefly touched about it but like open banking is such a huge concept i mean is there like five or six things that you might be like really, really excited about? Yeah, yeah. So I'll
0: narrow it down to a few, but really no, just the, the concept of open banking and the fact that there's, you know, much more free-flowing information and access to data, uh, I think that's one of the key parts of open banking in that it's going to help further enable competition. And so, you know, I, I kind of draw parallels to other industries where, you know, who doesn't get pissed off at their cell phone bill and say, you know, there has to be a better contract available or I'm spending too much money on it. And so the same applies to the financial services industry where, you've kind of got the big five banks who have kind of dominated the, the industry for the last little while. And so um, I actually see it in a positive light that there, there's um, motivation and, and an opportunity for these lending institutions to further refine their product offering. And competition's healthy, right? It helps you stay on your toes. It helps you, you know, uh, make sure that you're, you're delivering the best solution to your customers. And so open banking is actually going to be an opportunity to unlock that, uh, that healthy competition in the Canadian market, especially because just giving, again, companies like us access to data, obviously, and handling it in the right way. Um, But, you know, using that information to further um, promote better solutions, better product, better service for these customers uh, is what's going to get everybody as a community uh, driving towards um, uh, better servicing their customers. And so, yeah, I actually see it in a positive light. You know, a lot of people have varying opinions on it. um, And I'm obviously biased because open banking helps our company. But I just think it's, it's the general right direction for the entire industry and the f- entire financial services sector to be moving towards uh, just to help further promote and foster that community and that healthy competition.
1: Yeah, and like open banking, what it really does, it really helps level the playing field. I mean, like, yeah, like, yeah, like, 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 like right, because like, cause like the, the way you mentioned, like when you think of mortgages, you think of going to a bank. The fact that you can go to an actual broker and to make that much of a less headache, that's amazing. Exactly, but, exactly. You, and, and taking that, taking that concept and expanding it and putting it to other and other aspects of when it comes to to banking of like, hey, like if, if I want to find like a new insurance plan, I can do that. If I want to find a new savings plan, I can do. Like, who has the best? Like, if I want to get an investing, like it's it, it just it really helps open up so many doors for consumers and for smaller fintechs, which is incredible because it just it just really levels out the playing field.
0: Yeah, I couldn't agree more. You're you're kind of heading towards this direction where all these different products and services are going to eventually start speaking to each other, and so if we talk about optimizing that customer experience, yeah, you're right. I'm, I'm going to start with my mortgage. Hey, but I can also layer on home insurance. Hey, I can also package auto insurance and get a better discount, but you have all these different products and systems speaking to each other. Uh, it's only going to you know, benefit the end consumer who's actually seeking out all these things. So yeah, yeah. definitely step in the right direction.
1: Yeah. And then it's going to slowly move towards of, uh, <laughs> of consumers kind of go like doing everything just online, not like an online supplement. That should be, that, that, that's, that's a very interesting conversation right there
0: exactly yeah that's a topic in itself (laughs) yeah no god honestly Uh, honestly
1: so uh with that i'm gonna throw it on to you is there anything else you want to touch up on before we wrap this up
0: yeah no i think i think the biggest sort of takeaway from this is is just the education piece on the difference between a bank and a broker right one of the things i like to quash is the negative perception or the negative connotation around a broker and so like i said you know the the common perception when a lot of even my my former colleagues and a lot of people i speak to You know, you only use a broker because everywhere else was declining you or, uh, you know, there's there's something wrong with your credit or something wrong with your income. And that's why the reason you're using a broker. And so I think the biggest takeaway for anybody listening to this is the fact that, you know, brokers, again, they offer you optionality. They offer you an array of products that aren't available to the general public, uh, typically through some of the big lending institutions. And so uh, I actually encourage people to have conversations with brokers just to sort of feel out their options and see what's in front of them uh, and compare that to what some of the bigger institutions are offering you. And I think it'll be pretty clear. Uh, that they'll see the benefit right away. And again, you know, don't talk to any broker, <laughs> take my advice uh, and, and sort of, you know, do your research on the different brokers. Uh, again, it's a, it's obviously a high trust relationship. And this is somebody who's going to be helping you navigate one of the biggest transactions of your life. And so uh, again, do your due diligence, just like you would with any other, any other product or, or service you're, you're looking to inquire or purchase. Um, but yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway is, is be open to working with a broker. And I think definitely explore that channel if somebody's in the midst of either purchasing a home or, or looking to refinance as well.
1: Yeah, awesome! I love that. So everyone, either become your own broker or find her, find, a, find, find find the one, find one that loves it.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. One, one.
1: <laughs> exactly. I love it. I love it. So, Mohammed, uh, to wrap this up, what will be the best way for our listeners and to anybody that's looking to you know uh, find a mortgage broker? What would be the best way to either contact you or mortgage? Would it be through like email, Snapchat? Smoke signal, Raven. Are we, <laughs> are we, how are we contacting you?
0: Yeah, smoke signal. <laughs> um, yeah, no, we're, we're across all social channels. So, you know, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook, we're on Instagram. Uh, we're pretty quick to respond. That's actually a metric we track. We, our typical response time is is within 10 minutes. And so, uh, yeah, feel free to reach out to us either through our social channels or on our website, mortgage.com. Uh, I'm happy to, to just have a conversation with anybody who's either a broker themselves or a consumer who's actually looking to engage with a mortgage broker. We're happy to help anybody navigate those conversations.
1: Awesome. Awesome. Mohamed, thank you so much for sitting down with me today. I am super excited to have you back on. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. Yeah, no problem.
0: Yeah. Likewise. Thanks very much for having me, Mency. I enjoy uh, your podcasts in
1: general. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to Fit Tech Fridays. Uh, if you haven't already, make sure to subscribe on iTunes and Spotify. For iTunes, if you could leave us a five-star rating and a review, that would mean the absolute world to us. Uh, And it gives me a better understanding of essentially what your thoughts are. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, uh, feel free to email us at info at ncfacanada.org.
0: You've been listening to FinTech Fridays, brought to you by NCFA and Partners. Tune in weekly for the latest FinTech Friday podcast by subscribing to this channel. The National Crowdfunding and Fintech Association of Canada is a nonprofit actively engaged with social and investment fintech sectors around the globe and provides education, research, industry stewardship, services, and networking opportunities to thousands of members and subscribers. For more information, please visit ncfacanada.org.